You are listening to the Slow Living Podcast, and I'm your host, Stephanie O'Day. What if I told you that you could truly have the life of your dreams, the life you've always wanted, one filled with abundance, joy, and a sense of purpose? It's absolutely possible, and I see it each and every day with my coaching clients. It all starts with learning how to slow down. You deserve to live the life you've always dreamt about. Let's get started. Hi there, Slow Down Society. Steph here, and I am so glad that you are here today. And we are going to be wrapping up the Slow Living series where we talk about the five steps needed that I think you need in order to live a slow life, to live the life of your dreams, to live a life that you have planned out with intention and purpose, and one where you wake up every day and you're just excited to take on the day and get going. And in order to do that, the first thing you've got to do is you have to declutter. If it's not working for you, get rid of it. You don't need it. Don't think twice, just declutter. We talked about that in episode two, so the the second one, and I used that PROM method, which is purge, remove, organize, and maintain. Episode two, we talked about where you're headed. You need to set your GPS. You need to know what you're working towards. Three, surround yourself with positivity. Stay in that grateful state. Yes, life is not all sunshine and roses, but there is definitely something good that you can focus on. And it's just, it just feels better to be in a good mood. It just feels better to try your hardest to shift your thoughts to ones that make you feel good. And the ones that make you feel good are the ones that are positive and are filled with gratitude. So today are more action steps and things that you have to actually physically do. And we're going to do them together. We're going to do step four and step five together. And step four is I want you to take action daily tiny little baby steps, 10-minute chunks, each and every day, no matter what, take a teensy step towards your big end goal. Big things happen in 10-minute chunks. So I'd like you to fall in love with your timer. (laughs) And it sounds so silly, but kids especially and adults, I found, like to win. They like to beat the clock. Any game show you see, there's a clock countdown. If you quickly want to get something done, the best thing you can do is set a timer or tell Siri or Alexa to set the timer for you. So in our house, we've got a family of five and we have 10 minute tidies that especially on a weekend day or summer day when we're all home, the house can get a bit messy. But if you schedule these sort of 10-minute cleanups or tidies throughout the day, an awful lot can happen in 10 minutes. So there's five of us. So that's collectively 50 minutes of cleaning time. If before dinner or before bed, I just set the timer and like, okay, guys, we need to get this house back in shape. And that's 50 minutes of manpower happening in this 10 minute tidy. So figure out how that can help you throughout your day to get to whatever it is your big 
juicy end goal is. Some of the women that I work with are really trying to write their first book and they've got a hard time trying to find pockets of time to get some writing done. But if you set that timer and decide, I'm going to outline for 10 minutes uninterrupted, an awful lot can happen. And then psychologically, you're pushing yourself to the limit because you're trying to beat this clock. You're, you're trying to, to count down. When If you're still in step one of decluttering everything and you've got, I don't know, a messy garage, you're trying to organize your kitchen cabinets, just set a timer. Go one section at a time, one shelf at a time, one drawer at a time. It's not a race. It, it, it's a long, methodical process, and you absolutely can get an awful lot done. So what I don't want you to do is do more than you can complete in 10 minutes. If you're, you're, if you're going through that prom method of purging, removing, organizing, and maintaining, just pick one letter at a time. If you're in the P of the purge stage, purge for 10 minutes and, and then be done. And then once things are purged, you can go back and organize them and, and tweak here and there. But just keep going. Tiny little baby steps. The fancy name for a 10-minute tidy is the Pomodoro Method. And there is a ton. You can Google the Pomodoro Method. I think Pomodoro is actually a type of tomato. But that's the fancy name. And it was a time management technique developed, I think, in the 80s is when it really sort of took off. And it just uses a timer to break down hard work and um, kind of tough brain tasks into chunks because it's really difficult for people to focus on one thing for an extended period of time. So um, in school, kids get brain breaks. At work, I'm sure you've heard doctors and, and different people tout the importance of getting up every few, not minutes, but but like sections of time in 15, every 15, 20 minutes, take a stretch break, go walk around the room, get some blood flowing, and then get back to work. And so that is what it's about. And number five is to tweak and fine tune as necessary. So when you're working towards any sort of goal or you're trying to kind of reset your life, there are going to be ups and downs and in-betweens. And what worked for you last month, last quarter, last season might not work right now. It might not work for the, the current age and stage that you find yourself in or you find your children in or you're in the middle of a huge project at work and so that needs to get all of your time and your focus and that's okay you haven't failed taking the time to pause one thing while you reassess doesn't mean that you've slipped backwards pausing is just pausing it's not a slide like in shoots and ladders. You're not going to fail. You're not going to go back in time if you are taking the time to kind of pause and tweak and fine tune. That is absolutely, totally, and completely fine. And I don't want you to feel bad about that in any way because this is real life and you need to enjoy yourself. So one of the things I like to think about when it comes to tweaking and fine tuning is I'm a really big gardener. So I like to sort of use the metaphor of picking weeds when it comes to 
things in my day-to-day life or kind of the global life of what is working for me and what isn't and sort of fine-tuning in that way. And so if you think of it as a garden and you see a weed here and there, it's much easier to pluck the weeds when you first see them before they've sort of overtaken the yard and gone to seed and, and spread all over the place. So just pay attention. If you can see that you're trying to stick to a certain fitness or dietary goal, and all of a sudden somebody brings in chocolate chip cookies to your house, and you're like, okay, I'm going to have one and, and one only. And then all of a sudden you're face deep <laughs> into the bag of chocolate chips. That's, that's something that you can pay attention to. And that's a weed that you can pluck. You can physically remove yourself from the cookies. You can ask that they be hidden so you don't know where they are. Just different things like that. You are the adult in charge and you can curate your life and and your patterns to best fit you. If you're having a hard time breaking certain patterns or habits and they aren't serving you, in um, in psychology, they talk about pattern interrupts. And I found that it does help with um, the people who are going through my STP course, the Shortcuts to Peace course, to just try and, and go slow and, and pay attention to what's going on. So if you have a habit you're trying to break, such as you come home from a busy day at work and the first thing you do is pour yourself a glass of wine and you're realizing, okay, so this wine isn't actually serving me the way I want it to because it's disrupting my sleep. It's it's making me a little bit cranky after I finish that first glass, which makes me want to go to a second glass. And now all of a sudden I've had an extra 200 calories that I hadn't planned for. So, so whatever it is, I'm just using wine as an example. Stop the pattern interrupt the pattern. So you can physically do this with a reminder. Some people put a rubber band around their wrist and they snap it um, to try and like literally snap themselves out of a destructive pattern. That's a little extreme for me. And I don't really want to necessarily walk around with a rubber band on my list, on my wrist all the time. So, so little tiny tweaks, such as if you always come in through the garage door, don't. Start going in through the front door. Start walking through the house in a different way. You don't need to hit the kitchen first. You can go change your clothes first. You can change up the pattern. If you always reach for a certain wine glass, use it, but fill it with seltzer water. Just tiny little tweaks to make your existing habit and pattern just slightly disruptive so it's no longer a no-brainer. You're not just in autopilot mode. So I'm sure all of us have certain driving routes where you get (laughs) to your end destination and you actually have no recollection whatsoever of being in the car and you just were in complete and total autopilot and you got where you ended up. And and that is what we're trying to break the pattern of. Um, At nighttime, if you find that you sit on the edge of the couch and you end up scrolling Facebook and eating chips and you no longer want to do that. It can be something as simple as sitting on the other end of the couch 
leaving your phone in the other room, just different things end up breaking your pattern. So then you have to actually start thinking about what you're doing. And that's all we're doing here. We're just trying to pay attention and have purpose and intention as long as we can and just curate and and choose your choices, choose your actions, because all of those habits sort of stack up together and create the dream life, the, the life that you really are excited to be living and not one where you feel like you're just on this kind of hamster wheel to nowhere. I want you to have purpose and have intention and set that GPS and, and go for it. Are you wondering if you're on the right path? Are you secretly worried that you are forgetting to put your own needs and wants first while you raise your family? What if I told you it is not too late and you really could have the dream life you've always wanted and all it would take is a few tweaks to your mindset? Each week, I have a few open slots for free coaching calls. Together, we can decipher your most challenging mindset block and clear it away so you can live out the life you've always wanted. You can sign up at stephanieoday.com forward slash mindset. You should hurry because I'm not sure how long I'm going to have this available for free and I'd hate for you to miss out. The URL again is stephanieoday.com forward slash mindset. Okay, so I wanted to talk a little bit Uh, We had talked about habit stacking just a tiny bit a second ago, and I wanted to explain that a little bit more. Um, So we have the 10-minute tidy and kind of working towards your end goal in chunks of time. And then we talked about tweaking and fine-tuning as necessary. And I want to explain that if you have a big goal of sort of like, overhauling your health. And some of the women that I work with really want to do that. They want to lose a certain amount of weight. They want to lower their A1C. They want to um, sort of transform themselves in a physical way, which then also helps in a mental health way and just makes you feel better. So, but the idea of overhauling and transforming everything all at once is kind of overwhelming. And that's what gets people on that crash and burn sort of road path and mentality. And that's not what I want for you. So one of the best ways I've found to sort of overhaul everything, to transform everything is with habit stacking. And I like to make 30-day goals. So I do sell a 30 days to a new you journal. And many of the women that I work with have found that actually to be one of the most helpful things that they've ever done is just to really for 30 days, pay attention to all of the thoughts that are serving you, all of the actions you do on a daily basis and whether or not they are working for you. Um, Dr. Phil always used to say, well, is that working for you? So if what you're doing now isn't working for you, it's a fixable problem. Um, you, you are today not who you were a few weeks ago, a few months ago, a few years ago, and you absolutely most certain are not 
who you're going to be in the next few weeks, months, or years. You get to decide. And, and that decision really can happen today. The, the decision to change, the decision to tweak things for the better happens in an instant. And then the transformational part is what is on your plate and what you're working on. And so if you're habit stacking with the idea that you're going to completely overhaul and transform your, your physical health, start slow. So you know you need to drink more water. You know you need to increase your steps. You know you probably need to be more mindful of the food you put in your body. You probably need to be more mindful of the thoughts that you have and declutter the negative self-chatter. So in your 30-day journal, the overall reaching goal is better health. But your 30-day mini goals start with increasing your water. So for 30 days, pay attention to the water and then move on. For 30 days, increase your steps. 10,000 is what the goal is. If that is not you and you're in the one to 2,000 range, up it by 1,000 steps. And then once that feels easy, up it by another 1,000 steps. You are in charge and you get to decide how hard you want to push yourself. But if it's not something that you can sustain over time, you're going to crash and burn. You're going to do things only for the 30 days to prove to yourself that you've done it. And it's not going to create lasting change that you want and lasting transformation. So go slow. Do what feels right. Don't white knuckle it. This is life. You don't want to white knuckle your way through life. You don't want to feel like you are constantly in a state of go, 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 hustle, 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 and deprivation, deprivation, deprivation. That is not a fun way to be. So tiny little baby steps, keep going forward, consider the 30-day journal, and consider habit stacking. Do you have a slow living story to share? Leave me a voicemail at stephanieoday.com forward slash podcast with any questions, comments, feedback, or testimonials, and I will be sure to include it in an upcoming episode. Also, if you found value in this episode, please share it with your family and friends and subscribe through your favorite podcast provider. The more you share, comment, and leave positive reviews, the more people we can reach and share the slow living lifestyle and messaging. Thank you, Slow Down Society, and have an absolutely wonderful day.